What is up everybody? Welcome to The Blessed Show. Welcome to a new solo episode because today is going to be a solo episode. It's just going to be me talking about today's topic, which you might have already guessed by reading the title. It's Digital Minimalism. Moreover, an introduction to digital minimalism because this is going to be a series of episodes about this topic. So if you are not at all aware of what digital minimalism is, this episode is going to clear a lot of your doubts and understand the basics of what this concept is all about. So without wasting any time, let's just get into today's episode. Let's roll the intro. Right, so talking about minimalism, what is minimalism? Because this is something that is now a talk of the town. Uh, we use it so often in our design languages that, you know, I love doing minimalistic designs and I myself call um, myself a minimalistic designer because I love minimal designs and I love minimal typography and all that stuff. So minimalism is, is very much widely used in different sense. Uh, but minimalism is not just des- limited to designers or fashion. It is also a way of life. It is not just something that you see visually on the screens or even in the fashion industry. But it is also a way of life. Now, upon hearing the word minimalism, before I was introduced to this, when I heard minimalism, I thought of it as owning only a few pieces of clothing, you know, a tiny house with nothing but a mattress <laughs> and zero waste, something like that, which is very much far, far away from the truth. I had a very wrong concept of this thing in my mind. I had a very negative, uh, you know, visual of minimalism as something that wouldn't be cool, that wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy in life. But I then discovered a group called The Minimalists. It is a community led by Joshua Milburns and Ryan Nicodemus. By the way, if you haven't heard of him, go check them out. Uh, They are just amazing guys promoting some amazing lifestyle. So I'm going to talk more about them. Uh, They have left their 9 to 5 high paying jobs. And they are now into a journey of encouraging and promoting people to adopt this intentional lifestyle where it's more about living than just surviving it's it's about the intentional living it's about focusing on things that really matter in life and living your life as a meaningful life and not just something that you have to live the more i came to know about it i realized that minimalism has actually little to do with stuff and by stuff, I, f- I mean materialistic possession, your assets. It has little to do with stuff. Things are just a byproduct of a mindset. If you have a clear mindset, I think you're going to have the right amount of assets in your life. And this is what I figured out. This is what my conclusion is. To be a minimalist, you need not to do anything with your things in life because usually that is what is attached to when we talk about minimalism that we gotta get rid of things and stuff in life but rather I think it's nothing but just a shift of mindset and if you have the real shift of mindset you will not go behind those things 
rather you would focus on things that really matter minimalism is it's it's not about things it's about the mindset as i mentioned and it's a way of life it's how you choose to live it's your decision to live your life in a certain way when you choose minimalism you become intentional with what you choose to do with what you choose to own and how it impacts your way of living thinking and your perspective on life and when we talk about simplicity and when we talk about minimalism i think Leonardo da Vinci uh said this and it is a very famous quote that says that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication which is so much true which is very much true even as designers we we say this a lot that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication don't make your designs too messy and don't make your designs that feel like a lot of it is going on and you have so much stuff in your design that it distracts the viewer or it distracts the customer or it distracts the person who is looking at it from the real thing that really matters and that is something that is very much applicable to your life as well focus on things that matter keep it simple keep it minimalistic and that is what the ultimate sophistication is all right so that was about minimalism so just in case if you have a very vague idea of minimalism this thing would clear your mind now let's jump on to digital minimalism what is digital minimalism and what is this whole digital thing that we are talking about now as a part of minimalism digital minimalism has to be a part of the modern day concept right now we live in a world where our lives revolve around this digital world everything that we have look around you right now i think like 80% of the things around you are digital like our lives are now incomplete without digital things a lot of people take this as a negative aspect but i think it is very it's it's a very useful tool digital products and digital world is a very useful tool unless used wisely and when we talk about digital world digital minimalism also follows the same principle as the minimalism itself to be intentional with our use of technology remember what we're talking about being intentional when you deal with stuff in your life that is what exactly applies to digital minimalism as well to be intentional with the use of technology and when we talk about digital minimalism there's one book that every wannabe digital minimalist should read and which by the way i have recommended like over a hundred times now even in my podcast and even in the podcast that i was introduced as a guest to and that is digital minimalism by cal newport this is a very important book that all of us should read when we are when we are living in such a crucial time where everything is surrounded within this digital world and i will uh put down put down the uh link to the book in the show notes below you can check it out it's called digital minimalism by cal newport so here's what cal uh defines digital minimalism as and i'm quoting him and he says digital minimalism is a philosophy that helps you question what digital communication tools add the most value to your life it is motivated by the belief that intentionally and aggressively clearing away low value digital noise and optimizing your use of the tools that really matter can significantly improve your life so 
in a nutshell it's about cleaning up your digital life to use just what you need in the most efficient way possible and this consists of all the digital things that you use in your day to day life you question whether a particular piece of technology let it be email let it be social media let it be internet browsing or the biggest thing that we have at right right at this point is our phone is it adding or is it removing value to your life so it's about analyzing those aspects and focusing on the things that are really adding value to your life and when it comes to these digital products it is not possible for us to ignore all of them and live a life without these products which would be extremely uh, a stupid idea by the way uh yeah i think be- because we live in a digital world we live in such an age where you can't stay away from these things and expect things to happen especially we as designers if you talk about me i am a freelancer and i work like 99% of my clients are remote clients and i have never met them i don't meet them in person and all that i have the connection with them is through email is through uh video calls is through social media it is through internet so i can't expect myself to stay like oh, like completely away from these things and expect things to happen which would not be the right approach so the right approach is to be intentional about these things to know what things matter what really matters in life and in your work life now when you're talking about as i mentioned phone is something that is like the big deal about all our lives and all our work lives and <clears throat> i'm sorry most of the stuff that we do right now is on our 5 inch or 6 inch smartphones which is quite revolutionary because you can get so many things done people are building careers out of this 6 inch device can you imagine that a decade ago we didn't even have these things in our hands and now we have these small little 6 inch or 7 inch and even 4 inch and 5 inch what i mean is something that you can hold in your hands and you can change the world how cool is that how revolutionary is that but let me tell you also one thing that this thing is also one of the most important things behind our downfall as human beings now why do i say that there's a lot to it obviously but one of them is now knowingly or unknowingly this thing is controlling us the phones are controlling us the technology is controlling us the internet is controlling us obviously we were not made for this we were not made to be a slaves of these digital products we were made to be using them for our efficiency for our productivity and for our betterment but obviously this is turning out to be something totally opposite these things are unknowingly using us unknowingly having control over us so we as human beings need to realize this fact that these things don't have authority over us but we have to use them in a very wise and intentional manner that can be beneficial for us so i'm going to talk about some really practical healthy 
phone practices for digital minimalism. Now, digital minimalism all obviously consists of a lot of aspects. And as I mentioned, it consists of emails and social media and internet browsing and all that stuff. But today, I'm just going to wrap it up uh, by talking about the phone practices, how you can apply this digital minimalism thing uh, to your phone and make a difference to your lifestyle. The, the first thing that I would like to mention is remove the apps that you don't use. Now, this might sound like a very vague idea, but trust me, you will know when you experience the result. Start by deleting all the apps you don't use anymore. Just, just look at your app list and j just look at them and find out how many apps do you have in your phone that you use like so rare, maybe just once in a month or twice in a month. And think about the value it is providing you. Is it really providing you any value? Can you find a turnaround for that? If you can, and if you have answered these questions, I would say just get rid of those apps. They don't deserve to be there. The second thing that I would like to talk about is removing social media. The world is not going to end if you remove social media apps from your phone. And this is something that I was very much scared of when I was when I was doing a digital detox, a social media detox. For those of you who don't know, I had uh, taken a social media detox for two months. That is October and November 2019. And I decided that I'm going to stay away from social media for these two months and focus on things that really matter for me at this point, which were website development, my portfolio website development, and also focusing on strategy for 2020. And when I was doing this digital detox and when when I was laying up my principles and rules for my digital detox, getting rid of social media, that was the biggest fear that I had because I was so much into social media. I was so much into getting into Instagram and checking out all my notifications, checking out all my uh, engagement from my followers and I was into that trap where I felt that if I am not in there and if I'm not replying to these things they will just go away that was my fear but trust me when I took the decision to get these things off my phone and when I I was past five or ten days of this detox thing my life was getting so much better already and I was, I was seeing so many productive changes in my behavior, in my lifestyle and I had peace of mind. And this is not something that I'm just saying because I'm promoting this thing. This is something that I really experienced personally in my life. So removing social media, it is a big deal. I know it is not easy to do so. But once you do so, try it out for yourself. Get rid of the apps that you can access via your computer or laptop and try using them only when you are on your laptop and not when you're on your phone. You can have Instagram on your laptop. You can have Twitter on your laptop. You can have all these social media things, social media apps. You can have them on your laptop. So try getting rid of them. Remove them from your phone. Because social media isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's definitely a bad habit. And we need to get rid of these bad habits to apply the digital minimalism concept in our life. The third thing that I would like to talk about is a mindful home screen. Now, what do I mean by that? 
place the more four most used apps on your dock at the bottom if you have an iphone you have this thing called dock which where you can have the most used apps that you use on a daily basis on that dock and put everything else into a single folder for some having no apps on the home screen works when i was on the digital detox what i did was i shifted all my frequently visited or let's say time waster apps to third or fourth page of the home screen so when i unlock my phone it's not screaming at me the badges those little red badges they were not screaming at me and i found myself visiting these apps very less as compared to when i had them on my first page of the home screen so a mindful home screen is a good place to start get rid of the uh, most used uh, get rid of the time waster apps to maybe shift them to your third or fourth page of home screen for some having a clean home screen without any apps there work so whatever works for you try and find out the way that works for you and have a good mindful and productive home screen the fourth thing uh, the fourth thing that is so much crucial and i highly 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 recommend you using this uh, is to remove the notifications to put the notifications off now before my digital detox i had the notifications on and whenever i got the notifications i instantly used to just jump in click on the notification get in and get back to people because i felt if i don't get back to people right away it's going to sound a little rude it's going to come out as i am i am not caring about them i don't care about their engagement or something like that because that is something that we usually have this mindset where we think that if i don't get back to them right away it is going to get my engagement level low and it is going to affect my metrics it is going to affect my whole social media thing but which is not true to be honest you know because uh, this is something that is very much important for all of us uh is to realize the fact that not everybody is interested on what you do i know it's a hard truth i know it's uh it's a little too rough but not everybody is interested in what you want to say not everybody is interested on you, whether you really reply to them right away when they send you a message you have your own life and you need to understand that we need to have control over our lives especially digital lives so removing notifications is a very very highly recommended place to start leave the phone calls and text messages but remove all of the notifications and i specifically mean the social media notifications trust me the world won't come to an end again when you want to check something let's say you want to check an instagram thing just open the app and do so you you can always get into the app and you can always get in and see your notifications you don't necessarily need them on your lock screen or on your home screen don't let the app control you again this whole concept is behind the fact that let not these things control you but let you control all of them the fifth and last thing that i would like to suggest when it comes to healthy phone practices for digital minimalism is uh turning on do not disturb this is one of the like most underrated feature used by people schedule do not disturb after working hours so you can relax let's say you work till um uh, 6 or 7 pm 
and schedule a do not disturb that is on from 7 p.m. to next morning when you sit down to work. Keep the calls as exception, as I mentioned. Keep them as an exception because you never know when you're going to get calls from your uh, family members, relatives or friends or some something that is an emergency. So keep them as an exception and block everything else. For a lot of people, I also practice this thing. I have a separate phone for my work stuff and a separate phone for my personal stuff. So when my work stuff is done, I keep that phone away and I focus more on what really matters to me. I don't go and check out on my work phone whether I've got a notification. And on my personal phone, I've got nothing else other than just uh, personal stuff, banking stuff, and stuff like Bible app where I can meditate or read or music app that is podcasts or listening to music. So stuff like that, that really that really makes a lot of difference. And I'm not suggesting you to get a new phone and have a specific phone because I had an, I had I already had a phone. So I'm using it as a work phone and the other one as a personal phone. But if you don't have two phones, perfectly fine. You shouldn't really go looking to get a new phone but what you should do is schedule these do not disturb things that can really matter and one of the bonus tips that I want to give you is please keep your phones away when you are in bed apply this rule very strictly in your life that you are not going to take your phone in bed now this is so hard for all of us because I know I have been there been done that I have my phone in my bed and I keep endlessly scrolling through Instagram, YouTube or whatever stuff that is that is wasting my time where I think I'm consuming content whereas it's not the truth. I am just wasting my time. I'm just wasting my precious sleep time because which is very much important. Now I have this habit of keeping my phone in my work desk when I go to bed. I have developed a habit of reading Kindle when I am in bed. So I keep myself engaged with Kindle when I'm in bed. So this is one of the very important aspects that you can apply in your life to keep phones away when you are in bed. All right. So these are some healthy phone practices for digital minimalism. I hope that these phone practices are useful for you. And if you really apply them in your life, in a very sincere and responsible manner, trust me, these things are going to make a lot of difference in your work life, in your productivity, and in your life as, as, a, as a human being. So I think this is it for the introduction part of Digital Minimalism. We'll continue this series and do let me know whether you would like to know more about these things. I have also started my blog, by the way, which you can uh, find on www.blesscreatives.com slash blog. I'm writing my blogs up there. We also now have a YouTube channel, everybody. <laughs> yeah, we now have a YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube and search Bless Creatives. We now have the full video episode of the podcast. So I'm going to upload all the full podcast video episodes. I'm going to upload the full video episodes up there on YouTube. So be sure to subscribe there. And do let me know whether you would like to know more about digital minimalism, I'm going to do uh, like somewhere around two to three more solo episodes based on this so that this can be covered like 
completely and I can provide as much information to you about digital minimalism. Alrighty, that's it for today. And I hope that this short episode, obviously not very short, but somewhat short episode, Uh, helped you to understand the introduction of digital minimalism and you get the idea of what digital minimalism is. So if you really like this episode, uh, do share it on your social media. Tag me on your Instagram stories or tweet us out. I'm everywhere at the handle blesscreatix, that is B-L-E-S-S-C-R-E-A-T-I-C-S. That's it for today's episode. I hope this was a useful episode for you all. And I'll talk to you soon on the next one. The next week's episode is going to be a guest episode. So keep an eye, stay tuned, subscribe to the podcast so that you can be notified of all the new episodes. I hope you have an amazing day ahead. And I hope that you apply these principles so that you can be more productive. Talk to you soon. Peace out. (laughs) 